Hello, it's Paul from Lovejoy Actually, and in my other life, I am a stand-up comedian. And I've got a show at the Camden Fringe this year on the 30th of July and the 31st of July. The show is called Searchling Queen. It's a comedy show. It's only an hour long, and I am very cheap in the financial sense of the word. Uh, tickets are £6. If you would like to come, they're available from camdenfringe.com. Please come along and say hello in person. Thanks very much. Love joy actually. <laughs> this podcast comes with added wine. So the last one was an experiment of the non-alcoholic variety. This one we're gonna have some fizz. Um so we're slightly struggling to open it. This this podcast is sponsored by Carver. We need Ian McShane here. Because mm, he's I know, I'll tell you, we I'm need well Buddy Lady Jane. She mm. knows how to she open knows the bottle of fizz. She knows how though, not the Carver. I can't open it either. It's twist the... Right, twist the bottle, not the, the cap. cap. Yeah. Still can't do it. Oh. Are we going to have to get Frank? I think we have to get Frank. <laughs> Yay! We can't, can't open, open it, it, Frank. Frank. <laughs> okay, so live this, pod- this podcast is with added carver being opened by. Hey! Yay! Thanks, mate. Oh, now I'm going to make you pour. Thanks, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone needs a Frank. Welcome to series one, episode four of Love Joy. Actually, yeah, friends, Romans, and enemies. So again, as last week, we um. We looked on the. I love the fact you said last week. Last week, you completely keep it in in theme. Literally an hour ago. Last week, last week, exactly a week ago today. Listener, because you're obviously going to listen to this as soon. Listener, because there is only one, (laughs) and it's Frank. Um, So yeah, so the synopsis on the online synopsis for this week is slightly more accurate. Again, for those of you who are watching along. We say it's slightly more accurate because none of us had a clue what was going on. So as far as we know, this is quite yeah, accurate. Yeah, I have, I have returned now to my bewilderment that I felt for episodes one and two where I had no clue what was going on half the time. Which I believe might be down to different directors every time, but we haven't confirmed Or it on. could be down to Carver, but we'll see. Anyway. No, we, we just opened it. <laughs> we have had some rosé, a.k.a. Some... middle-class crack. Yes, so. there was... The synopsis for episode four is Lovejoy and two Americans puzzle over Roman coins and forge a wills to a museum. They, they didn't puzzle so much as try and kill each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get puzzle to puzzle is, you know, there's a lot. There was a, there was a lot more peril this I mean, week. I think our, our, um, our summary would be a bit more as follows. So basically, um, this old guy dies, Bexton, John Bexton. Is that his name? John I kept wanting to call him Beckton, but it was Beckton, wasn't it? Yeah. Or something. He dies, and lots of his belongings are sold at auction, or he leaves a lot of things to his housekeeper, and Helen. some of it ends up getting sold. Auction. Auction, sorry, sorry. Get I it right, mate. the word auction. Um, and within his belongings, basically, Lovejoy discovers clues to sort of buried treasure, essentially. And then he and the, and the two Americans are also wise to these clues, and so they all end up going to the Isle of Man to look for this buried treasure and basically have a showdown on the Isle of Man. Because where else would buried treasure be? Yeah. Of course. We felt this episode was getting a little bit cocky. It was the first one that they it, they kind of did. It felt a bit like, you know, the Grand Tour or a sort of, you know. <laughs> oh, we're we're going to film, over, we're gonna film away from the, you know, off-site. 
Yeah. Is this the... Away day. Away day. Polly will know this. Away day to the Is this the only episode in series one where they go away from either London or Norfolk? No. What? They must have a massive budget. At the very end of series one, we're going to go even for... This is just a taster. We're going to go to Venice very soon. (gasps) What the hell? I did not Well, we have to, to now, yes, don't we? Yes, yes. We should go to Venice. I was well, going to say, say we should all go to the Island of Man. Forget I that. To, I have to reference my favourite episode every single episode of the podcast. Okay. And the furthest that they go in all six series of Love Joy Florida. is North Carolina. Oh, they, they go to North Carolina. With a, there's something in the swamp. The Christmas special of, of series five. And that's why I thought it was Florida because it's 1993. Well, they do encounter alligators. Mm, that's why I thought it was Florida. It is. And the uh, the way that he spotted that it was a fake actually got... It was quite intricate. It was to do with the colour of the dress that the subject was wearing on a particular painting. It was yellow, and he said this was a pigment that was not developed in that particular colour until late 1809. 1809. <laughs> lemon yellow. Sort of lemon yellow, which is not very fetching, I have to say. Yeah, so there was a lot about forgery. There was a lot of talk about, like... Was the guy who died inventing this story, which will come up? He basically, you know, the story about Roman occupation on the Isle of Man, and which it was, like, does genuinely it, sound like an absolute load yeah. of bollocks. Yeah, was it a was Roman occupation on the Isle well, of Man? So I think there wasn't, but this episode is just there. Was oh, in the contentious, world nobody knows now. And um, it was interesting because it was like this forger who created all these fake things to point towards a real thing. So it's yeah. quite interesting. It was a bit of a romp as well, wasn't it? It was, just, it was definitely a romp. There was all sorts of things happening. L- lots of people nearly dying. L- lots of people nearly dying. And it didn't open at an auction, auction. at all. It's interesting that, the, that I, I must just say, that the fact that this episode is mainly set on the Isle of Man, which is an inherently misogynistic uh, name for an island in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> this, this keeps up the uh, tradition of misogyny that we've seen in episodes one to three of Lovejoy. Would you like the misogyny of the week? Yes. You would love to Go for it. The, the misogyny, the, there was a little bit in this episode and my favourite comment was uh, Lovejoy saying to Lady Jane, there's something, uh, no, Lady Jane says to Lovejoy, there's something I need to get off my chest, to which Lovejoy replies, I hope it's your sweater. I would, have fought, I would have fallen for it. She does, the week. She doesn't bat an eyelid. She doesn't bat an eyelid. This was the 80s. The slightly like, other bit of... Like, I don't even call this misogyny, just a slightly dodgy 
um, referencing and treating yes, women. Yes, we learned something we about learned, Gimbert's sister, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, so we learned that, you know, obviously we know that Lovejoy has had it off and continues to have it off with Gimbert's sister. Who's Amanda, also the coolest character, to be fair. Yeah, Amanda, who doesn't want to be called Mandy. And, but we also get, get a reference to the fact that this started six years ago when she was 15 years old. Which would be fine if it weren't for the fact that six years it ago, Lovejoy... Wait, no, hang on. It's if, not if, fine. It's if, not fine. Hang on, both of you. If six years ago, Lovejoy was 15, oh, me personally, I do not fine. have an issue with that. That's true. But six years ago, Lovejoy was clearly 40, 32. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. well, he was born, wasn't he born? Ian McShane was born in 1942. But Ian McShane's not Lovejoy, though, is he? I don't know how the character of Lovejoy is meant to be, but certainly he's meant to be He's old. meant to be in his 40s. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Yes. Well... He hasn't got any grey hair, though. So. Yeah. so essentially what we're saying is we felt it was a little bit unacceptable, potentially, that Lovejoy would have had a relationship with a 15-year-old. <laughs> Probably put her wine down very angry. I was going to say, I think, I think we're going to have to cut some of these out. 15-year-olds everywhere don't sleep with antique dealers. They're all cheats and liars. Well, there's not enough antique dealers to go around, or maybe they would. <laughs> <laughs> I think... 15 year olds like Harry Styles don't they or am I yeah, like 10 can years can I just point out when I was 15 I was in love with Ian McShane so so there you go it, you know this is we're I, on very dodgy ground it's interesting isn't it like the women that Lovejoy does respect Lady Jane even Aman- though he and Amanda and I think he respects her I think her. he respects he Amanda actually he, she, he broke into good. her house and she was like we're obviously having sex now he didn't go uh, oh god no we're not I'm trying to steal some mice and figures he went oh Fair enough. Called fine. And she was swimming naked to impress him And, as well. but what did you notice, girls? Because we saw her butt. I did not see her butterfly tattoo. Yeah, there was no tattoo. The other woman that he respects, obviously, is his daughter. He does seem to yeah, respect and he his asked, daughter. Yeah, and he needed to ask her about Romans, and I really liked that. Like, he was yeah. like, you're, you know about this, you tell me about it. Yeah. Even though you're, like, 17. And I'm an antiques expert, and I should probably know about Romans. And she told him all about Bodicea, which we reflect on. When we were kids, she was called Bodicea, and now she's called Boudicca. I still call her Bodicea. Well, maybe that's what's happened with Eritrea and... Eritrea. Eritrea. And aluminum. Well, that's very well informed. Aluminum, they they spell differently. So, aluminum. Well, brings it on to the Americans, doesn't it? They spell it wrong. This, this brings us nicely onto the Americans. So, in this episode, there's a pair of Americans. So, essentially, <laughs> you said we, that that's, that's how Americans are. Like a pair pairs, of pistols. Like you get a or like a pair of earrings. <laughs> it's the collective term. No, the collective term surely would be y'all. And they were definitely from the South, or they're meant to be from the South. No, so these two Americans. South. Were they? I did not think. I didn't think they were Americans. I, I, did, I wasn't even convinced they were Americans, well, so no, don't ask I me. <laughs> we were too hooked on the fact that he looked like Nigel Farage, and then after that, we just... What was the American's real name? His actual name was... Oh, no. We never wrote it down because we didn't care. He looked like Nigel Farage, therefore we called him Nigel throughout the entire Edward. Show. Oh, His sorry, Edward. Edward. I've actually written down NF brackets Edward. So, as we've said, so John Bexton? Bexton. Bexton. This, this lad what's died. Old guy that's died. He was an engineer and they're looking through his stuff. Lovejoy and Tinker or Eric are looking through his stuff and these two Americans turn up. They're also looking through their stuff and they claim that they are relatives like nephew and niece. We were guy. suspicious immediately. Mm, immediately suspicious. 
Well, partly because they're American. Yeah, I mean, Americans, they're always going to be the bad guys. In the same way that in American films, we're, we're the bad guys. The bad yeah, exactly. we knew, we, knew we recognised that she we, was on the yeah. other foot in this scenario. And actually, Loads I have to say, this is week. also a theme because there are American characters throughout Lovejoy and they are often the bad guys. What's Ian LaFrenet's problem? Anti-American. Anti-American. Maybe it was just the 1980s. Although in Series 6, Episode 1, there were some Polish bad guys, so we'll look out for those. Oh! Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Americans turn up, they're trying to find stuff, they've got a very tall tale about why. Um, and then Dandy Jack, who is, is he an auctioneer? He's a, another antiques dealer. He's a dealer. I think that was the confusion over the summary last episode. They were at dealer and weren't and clear about what sort of dealer you it was. You can deal in all sorts of things. Mm. This lad's dealing in antiques. Yeah, and he, so he, so Bex. Bexton, 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 whatever his name Bexton, was. This is going to be a Bexton. cracking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was very confusing, can we just say? I he, was confused. So Bexton made lots of, like Helen said earlier, fakes and forgeries to point at something that was real. And all of his fakes and forgeries were in pairs. They were implausibly elaborate clues. Yeah. Towards like, what turned out to be a Roman horde. And yes. actually, really, I've just realised, so he left most of his estate to his housekeeper, yes. who then retired to the Isle of Man. Um, so really, and I've just realised this, and it's really, really sad, if he left everything to his housekeeper, he left the clues to her for her to solve it, for yes. her to get the treasure. Yes. And actually what happened is, Lovejoy, spoiler, figured it out and he got it I know but I didn't quite understand how he left everything to the housekeeper but then somehow it all got sold at auction I guess she needed the money to then go and because she I think well she was, just didn't want it because she was from, she was like she was really, I've yeah. been left with all this crap what am I meant to do <laughs> she, with it and she was from, that pigment wasn't even invented until eight, uh, until <laughs> 1809 I don't buy this for a minute yeah you're right actually maybe she was like these are just sold it she, she was bollocks. from the Isle of Man wasn't she because she said oh when I was growing up I used to play on Probably, these they uh, like, so I think so I think that's maybe she needed the money to like go and set up her, she owned a B and B on the Isle of Man as we that's where they go and stay. So maybe she needed the money to set all that up. And mm. That's why she sold some of the stuff to Lovejoy and Gimbert and Dandy Jack. We've missed the whole bit where Dandy Jack his life is in danger because the Americans run him off the road, oh, yes. knock him off his push bike right. into the harbour. I have to say, there was a lot of peril in this episode. The episode more, more than we were used to, the and episode, it was very stressful. It actually opened with a sort of foreshadowing of the other peril because it opened with a drunken Charlie Gimbert threatening him with a rifle. Oh, of course it did. I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. Charlie coming in with his bow tie askew. He'd been at the casino, casino all Great night. <laughs> He knows how to live. <laughs> Imagine being an aristocrat in Suffolk in 1986. Oh, he spent all night those in, were the days. in Great Yarmouth. And he, so he really needed Lovejoy's rent money. Because, as we've previously discussed, Lovejoy and Gimbert, I mean, really, they do love each other. It's a love, bit. hate, always. I think Gimbert is letting him off his rent quite a lot of the time, but this time he actually genuinely needed the money. And you know when you're pissed and you just get really, like, a bit cross about something? He slightly overreacted and went in with the shotgun. Yeah, he actually, I mean... He shot at he him, shot didn't at he? him. So, you know, we were saying, oh, maybe it was just to frighten him, but he shot at him. Like, he could have shot him. Actually shot him. Yeah. 
It was a bit violent. And yes, like, and the, the episode only continued in that same vein. You realise Lovejoy's been in a lot of danger in a relatively short space of time because at one point in this episode he mentioned to Eric he was exasperated because he feels that Eric isn't learning anything. And he said, you've been with me for a month. And I thought, it's not all happened. He's been on a boat. Set fire to a boat. He's been shot at several times. Made a Molotov cocktail with a mop. He's hit someone over the head with a pork chop. I mean, that is one heck of a <laughs> Stressful month. No, lamb. sorry, it was like lamb. It definitely wasn't a pork chop. No, that would have been really bad. So, so yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of peril in the space of a month. But yeah, so oh, oh, it's getting quite. So basically, yeah, for the the Americans are trying to find the treasure, which they know that Dandy Jack and Gimbert and Lovejoy have got. And also... But Dandy Jack, Gimbert and Lovejoy don't understand they don't what they've know. got. They don't know that it's treasure. Um, and also, some of the treasure is in the museum. And this is how we get the clue about the Isle of Man. So John Bexon has left these coins to the museum and he said, oh, you must say that they're from the Isle of Man. Even though the museum are like, well... It doesn't matter. There's no Roman settlement on the Isle of Man. This is, and they were like, he was like, I'll only donate them to you if you say they're from the Isle of Man. So that's a clue too. If I, so, by the way, if I was a museum career, I'd be like... No, because no, that's historically inaccurate. I know. I mean, it was a bit <laughs> even Wikipedia says so, and that wasn't even invented in 1986. <laughs> so they, so then the museum is broken into, and the coins, the Isle of Man coins, are stolen, we and presume. nothing else. And there was so much cool shit in that museum. Yeah, it we, looked awesome. One thing I would point out is I think that whoever is doing the set design is using a limited number of props because the same map that was in the uh, the ex-drug addict's house in the previous episode seemed to be on the wall of this po- museum. And, and Polly, why do you recognise the map so well? Because my mum has a map that's really similar, but I think that this map was of Suffolk and my parents have a very similar one of uh, West York. Oh, I was hoping it was the same map and it was some sort of clue. I don't think it's the same map. I've got... Sorry, I've... I've put myself as though I'm in the episode now. And my parents have one of the West Riding of Yorkshire and one of the East Riding of Yorkshire from when those things existed. But not the I mean, they still song. exist, they're just not... They still exist, they're not called that. Yeah. yeah. They haven't been, like, obliterated or anything, don't worry. I still call where I'm from, the West Riding. Oh. I think the East Riding doesn't exist. Theoretically, now it's West Yorkshire, North Yorkshire... And, and South Yorkshire. And South Yorkshire. And, and there then is no York East is, Yorkshire. Yorkshire Unitary Authority. Hull is a Unitary Authority. I don't know, but this brings us on to fish and chips, because I had a boyfriend from it Grimsby does. who told me that Haddock was because Grimsby's near Hull, uh, who told me that Haddock was a superior fish. And in this episode, uh, Lovejoy once again gets a takeaway and has it with red wine. Yeah, he does. He's a hero. Haddock is the superior fish. But yeah, they eat fish and chips and it looked amazing. It really did look look amazing. But Lovejoy really likes fish and chips. There are several references to fish and chips throughout. I reckon there's probably, and I need to test this theory because my knowledge is not quite good enough to know. Oh, she likes. She's being being polite. I think there is... She knows. She knows. (laughs) ...reference per series, but I couldn't tell you what the reference is in series four, so I could be wrong. But in (laughs) series six, there definitely is because he takes... I don't want to ruin this for anybody, but Charlotte Cavendish, who is a a later character who uh, features in the final two series, out, uh, and he thinks she's taking... She says, you were going to take me to a wonderful fish restaurant uh, where I could have rainbow trout with almonds. And he said, you know, I have brought you to a wonderful fish restaurant. And they order haddock and chips, mushed peas and pickled onions. Oh, that sounds nice. Because I was going to point out, they had their fish and chips, they had pickled onions with them. Pickled onions, and he always does. That seems to be the thing, pickled onions. We're saying this as though we're all starving 
Every single one of us in this room has eaten an entire pizza yeah, to but herself. Yeah, fish and chips. It did look good, didn't it? It looked amazing. Right, right, I just so eat the pizza, it looked amazing. We'll put that on our love joy tour then. Need to go and get fish and chips. Eat some fish and chips. De- really good fish and chips. Yeah. We need to, yeah. Sorry, I've taken so, this down a little track. So, yeah, so, the Ameri- so basically, yeah, they, they steal the coins and then, essentially, all these clues are pointing towards the Isle of Man, as discussed. So, Lovejoy by him takes himself off on his own he says he's got to go up north and he puts a flat cap on to yeah to signify that he's going up north <laughs> and he goes to the Isle of Man um, and the Americans follow him there because they obviously have also got the same mm. clues they're going to go there too and this is what we then we then get to see the Americans with their guns because Americans love guns we know that Americans but then Charlie guns. Gimbert also loves guns yeah so, so it's like the aristocracy and all Americans it's like but, they're stereotyping oh, I feel really bad now because I was going to say but Charlie Gimbert only shoots clay pigeons even though literally 15 he, seconds ago we talked about him shooting Lovejoy love yeah, yeah, yeah. but the Americans in this episode are quite trigger happy yeah, they? they were a little bit they were just a little bit scary so Lovejoy figures out that he has to repel not repel I did that when we were watching it abseil down some cliffs uh, to go into like hang on why was he going down there? Because that's not where the bloody treasure was. Well, yeah, th- that's what I didn't understand. I think understand. he was looking for it there and then realised it wasn't there. He had uh... a revelation. So basically, there's a cage on the cliffs in the Isle of Man and Lovejoy thinks, oh, maybe the treasure is there and he abseils down to it. Which and was then... very enjoyable, by the mm. way, because it was just it was. him in a sweater yeah. and jeans. And then a very far-off shot of what is clearly a stunt double in the same clothing. Well, that's upsetting me because I would like to believe that I he was Shane. I think he would probably give it a go. I think what, what gets me, because uh, the time that we're recording this, just in case, you know, this podcast becomes so famous that people are still listening to it in 20 years' time. At the time of listening to it, there's a massive debate in the US about guns and gun control. Well, to be fair, they could be listening to it at any point in I, time because it's 19 years since Columbus. I want to know, I want to know how the character actually just randomly got hold of a gun and took it to the Isle of Man. Well, I think they probably found the gun on the Isle of Man because it strikes me as somewhere with a lot of farmers. And anyway, people need it. Just leave guns lying around. I'll I'll pop my shotgun down while I go and get a cup of tea. But if we know nothing about the Isle of Man, what we do know is that there was a talking mongoose that lived there. So you do need to have a gun about you in case... (laughs) Jeff the talking mongoose pops his head up. Um, you got to catch him. We do you know? need to explain about Jeff the talking How mongoose. How do you not, do you not know, know about, about Jeff, Jeff the, talking the talking mongoose? mongoose. He is my favourite thing about the Isle of Man and the one reason that How I How many favourite things do you have about the Isle of Man? My ex-boyfriend, my friend Machine and Jeff the talking mongoose. Jeff the talking mongoose is a, a supernatural creature or possibly just a regular creature that could actually talk but let's go towards supernatural who um, this lad oh, what was his name can't remember but his daughter was called Vwari, Um and they believed their farmhouse had a mongoose living in it who could chat and his name was Jeff and Jeff the mongoose they, but, but, but Jeff believed well, I'm just saying that. Expand on that a little I think bit. So Jeff, Jeff is a wonderful name for a mongoose, but I think Malcolm would be better. Well, Jeff spelt his name, and because Jeff, I assume, wasn't British or didn't know how to spell, he spells it G E F, but it's pronounced Jeff. I've got a colleague who spells it. Oh no, he spells it J E F. Yeah. Um, but I implore you, listener slash listeners, and you too, go away and look up Jeff's talking mongoose. You will not be disappointed. But hang on, when you said they believed. Should we put there. a link to this? I mean, what, yes. What evidence was there for Jeff? Well, they 
had chats with him and he just told them stuff about their neighbours He's and got things. his own wiki page. Of course Jeff he has, because Mongoose. I can't believe you both of you never heard of him. How can you not have heard of Jeff the Tom? Oh, so Lovejoy is on the Isle we of Man. Have, we have a fact about the Isle of Man. We were musing over the filming locations because yes. there is a, what I think is a fabulous film, what yeah. Helen agrees is a fabulous film called Mindhorn. Mm. Uh, that was filmed on the on the Isle of Man. So go and check it out. And they use some of the same filming locations. They do. And are they spoofing the prisoner? They're kind, well, kind of, kind of, but not really. It because it, that's um, in Wales, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're not really. It's a guy who uh, I'm not going to spoil it. You should all go and look it up. And it's I think it's currently on um, Netflix, Amazon. Anyway, oh. um, so but what I really enjoyed was that you were both like, I recognise this location, which I think must be the. Only locations on the Isle of Man that anybody yeah. ever filmed anything. There were anything. two filming locations on the Isle of Man. They were both in, in Mindhorn and, and in this episode. Yeah, and one of them is a big old red water wheel. I've never seen a red water it wheel. Yeah. Uh, but we missed the bit where Lovejoy's down the cliff. We'll return to the peril, shall we? Yes, the let's peril. go back to the peril. Oh, the mild peril. More than mild. Well, Moderate gets, peril. Someone actually gets killed, as far as we know. Whereas in the <laughs> previous episode, when or the first episode when the guys were uh, blown off the boat by a makeshift Molotov cocktail, <laughs> we found out later that they actually hadn't died. Yeah. This guy dies, as yeah, far so as we Nigel can Nigel Farage, yeah, gets... Kind of takes a very dark turn. Gets pushed off the cliff by his sister, who we find out is actually his partner... But it wasn't clear whether they were business partners no, or romantic we partners. Yeah, was we didn't it? Know, sort of Bonnie and Clyde thing going yeah, on. Yeah, we didn't know if they were like just well, she, she, Didn't she throw like an iron bar at his head and then shoot at him and he fell down the cliff? Mm-hmm. I don't think she did shoot at him actually. I'll take she it pushed back. him off the cliff. Yeah. She was horrible. She had a rotten perm as well. She, uh, she really oh, was, she wasn't very nice. She wasn't really. So then, but Lovejoy's figured out by now that. Um, the treasure is not down the cliffs. It's under a red water wheel. Is that the water Obviously. wheel? Obviously. So off he pops to the water wheel with American Lady, I'm assuming, hot in pursuit. Hot in, hot in well, pursuit. Well, they go together, like, don't they? Because, like, basically... He doesn't the, realise. Because the lady has, like, pushed the Nigel mm. Farage off the cliff, like, rescuing Lovejoy from the guy. So they're, like, in it together at this point. So she, like, goes, Of course. She, like, right. pretends, like, oh, yeah... Me we and you, Lovejoy. We can figure this yeah. out. It, it doesn't occur to him to be suspicious of somebody who would just go and bash someone over the head yeah, and, and why, throw them into the sea to why, why not? Why not, kids? Because she had boobs. Because he fancied her. <laughs> Despite the perm. Silly old Lovejoy. Despite the perm. He likes a bit of skirt. He has no qualms at all about going along with a massively violent woman who's just... <laughs> Tricked this guy into carrying on with her before pushing him off a cliff. That's perfectly normal behaviour before tea in the dairy. So he goes to the water wheel and he discovers in the water wheel a Roman urn. And then just as he's digging it out the wall, that woman, she's turned up there with a rifle. She's managed to get a rifle, which I don't think. Did she use that? She didn't use that. She must have taken it off. The lad who fell in the sea, but surely he fell in the sea with the rifle. Yeah, we don't know where. Basically, the Americans had a lot of guns. And... She probably just had it like in a. She holster. has rather implausibly laid her hands on a gun in a massive the gun. twenty minutes or so. <laughs> well, like that in the two separated the but, two episodes, but in the two in the two seconds of her going, he was my partner, but I don't care, and then Lovejoy goes down a hole, and then she's like, "Here I am with a gun, boom." 
And he's like, don't point the gun at me. He's totally unfazed. I was really impressed. Well, to be fair, so many people are pointing a freaking gun at him at this point. point. This is normal. He's been in a lot of peril over the last month, as you've He out. has been in a lot of peril. I think he's he's quite philosophical, isn't he, really? I'm slightly worried he's going to get burnt out and have to go on antidepressants. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like just like the best of us he gets there's quite, a lot of stress for a very short amount he gets of time quite, he does get quite unhappy in series 3 oh only because he falls in love with Joanna Lumley and then she buggers off what a bitch well get, men are weird anyway sorry where <laughs> it's we? complete silence <laughs> so, she, she's pointing a gun at him and then he tries to escape, and in the, in the escape, trying to escape, he drops the urn, the Roman urn that he's found, and that's when we see the hoard, the Roman coins. Because it smashes open, it smashes. and it's just full yeah. of and then cool shit. Basically, she he pushes her into the river. <gasps> I don't, not on purpose. Well, it kind of seems like it's. A but problem. then she somehow manages to get caught on the water wheel. Yeah. And then he has to rush back into he, the... He does, he he does stop life. the water wheel because she would have died. Right. Saves her life, which seems a bit like too little too late. And then says, you're going to go down for this. But for what exactly, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was, it all was, very, yeah, it was complicated. It was a bit confusing, this episode, to be fair. And also, I mean, that showed to me a slightly dark side of him. I suppose, okay, self-defence and all of that. But, um, yeah, it didn't do it for me. This oh, episode. your foot, like no. Polly's face was falling then as she realised that maybe... He's Maybe sometimes love joy isn't perfect. But again, the the difference bef- between this and the books. Yeah, the we, books apparently are super are duper dark. We're going to talk about that later. Spoiler alert. Well, but maybe we should have a, ep- a spin-off. In the next episode, we're going to talk about this a thing. lot because the character in the books is very dark. Whoa, whoa, whoa. is the next episode the Judas, Judas Pair? Pair is the next episode, yeah. <gasps> Which Helen doesn't know. She's looking at us like, we're crazy. The Judas Pair is the first Lovejoy novel. So when you say that the character of Lovejoy is more dark... The in character the in the books is far more mercenary, is more underhand, doesn't really have that tender side, to be honest. I mean, more he's, of a he's, he's, he's pretty mercenary in everything we've no, seen so far. Yeah, I'm but thinking, he's not cruel. He's not like... He's, he's is he got, cruel in the book? I don't no, want to read cruel it. Cruel is too strong a word. But well, well, is Eric in the book, more importantly? No. What? I'm not reading it. He's In the books, he's not very... Um, in the TV series, I think he's got a really sensitive side. And that's why you love him. And that's why I love him. Um, and because he was born in Blackburn. But um, in the uh, <laughs> yeah, in in the books, he's he's much darker and actually much more um, psychologically screwed up. Actually, oh, Lovejoy! Read the Great California Game. He is so screwed up in the Great so California in, Game. I don't know if I want which to. Is a good, which is it, a really it good might, book. but it might ruin my freshness of Great coming California, and learning from Great you. Great California Game is a good book. Okay. So, in the next episode, are we going to see a darker side to Lovejoy? Yeah, we are actually. Wow. Leave you in suspense until you get to the end, but the so, um, uh, until you get to it. But yeah, the the end of the next episode, particularly. So, did we figure out if this episode? Oh, do we? Do we want to? What happens at the end? So yeah, so he he did actually hang on to some coins to and say, told Lady Jane right. that he didn't. So in the end, which so was a bit right. so In the end, they have the hoard. Obviously, because it's a hoard, you're meant to like give it to the government. You know, the government. But they give you the money. Like it's not like that. You just give it to them. You get the value. You oh my god, you guys! Can I tell you the saddest thing that I've ever heard? So, these people very, very recently, uh, they were they were new metal detectorists. They bought metal detectors. They wanted to get into the hobby, and they found some coins and in a field, and they were like, "What the hell? 
this is amazing. And so they took them to, I guess, their local Lovejoy to an antique dealer. And the antique dealer was like, these aren't, these aren't real, they're, they're fake. And what had happened is the BBC had been filming The Detectorist. Oh, I did hear that. And they'd left the freaking coins in the field. Oh, that's they, so funny. Poor people thought they'd come across this massive oh, Roman hoard. I, I mean, that. it's pretty... It's oh. pretty awful. And I feel so bad for the them. You should have given them a consolation prize. Yeah, I think so. If the government are paying people off if they find genuine hoards, I think the BBC should pay people yeah. off for finding fake hoards. Well, so actually, exactly. the ending of the episode is that Lovejoy, they do hand in the hoard, but we discover that Lovejoy has kept some of it for himself. Because of course he has. We have no idea what happened to the woman or whether, or whether and how he dobbed her in, though, because... When he says, he basically says, oh, you know, gotcha. And you she go, looks yeah. at him as if to go, well, it's a fair cop, she says, hanging onto a water wheel which could have killed her <laughs> a few seconds later. She didn't, like, leap off the water. He hasn't got the gun at that point. She doesn't leap yeah. off the water wheel and either A, tackle him or B, run away. The there, are thing, there are many holes. There are the so thing I didn't many understand holes is in this episode. When the pot that had the hoard in it shattered in the river, they did a really kind of tight-in shot of what was in there and it wasn't all coins and some of it looked awesome. And much more interesting. So is that we maybe what it, he put in his pocket? We ended up saying, oh, is that a key? But it looked like a key, didn't it? Maybe it was like a necklace or... God damn no. it. I probably so, yeah. so it's all very confusing. It was. What's our um, what's our antique of the week? Antique of the week. There weren't Surely. that many antiques in it this week, really. Well, there was the antique um feeling that it's perfectly acceptable for a thirty year old man to have sex with a fifteen foot school. <laughs> Oh, no. That was antique. antique. The antique that was Ian McShane. Oh, the 1980s. Think... It wasn't... Don't slur the good name of Ian... Why am I... Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't Ian McShane. Ian it was Lovejoy. Love I'm sorry. Um, it's not conflate the two. It's very important. I was just looking about um, Roman coins hoards in Britain, though, and I, I think we should choose Roman coins because there's been quite a lot of quite significant real yeah. hoards. Yeah. Not on places like the Isle of Man that were not, in fact... There's not many Romans on them. Um, you can get a list on Wiki of the various hoards that were found. And we'll link found. it. There are a lot. Yeah, we could we could link it. I mean, there are an awful lot, which is, perhaps makes it... Shouldn't be the antique of the week. I'm assuming you guys did Latin GCSE. Yeah. Eke Romani. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I remember. Romanes ain't dumbest. Hic pua est Quintus, Quintus est pua Romanus. And then, what was it, Sicilius est in Horto. He was always in the water, I don't know why. No, it's a life of Brian, Romanus ain't dumbest. People called Romans, they go to the house. They go to the house. Romani. Does anyone know what we're talking about? Right, what we voting out of ten? Wasn't as good as the earlier one, was I it? I'm going to give it a four because it was. Oh, just... it wasn't a four. It I loved was. it. I, I mean, I had understand. fun. I didn't understand. Like, is it because we were? Is it because we were drinking? No, no, it was a little bit disjointed. It was. It was. It's again, quite mean to the Americans. It was slightly misogynistic. There was a mixture of misogyny and xenophobia. And xenophobia. <laughs> I'm, and I am going to give it a four. I'm also going to give it a four because of the implausibility with. Uh, there were continuity errors and there were errors with oh oh I, by the way I have this massive rifle that I didn't have five True. minutes ago it was um, so it enjoyable though oh, I enjoyed was, that one more than I enjoyed the one before no, I, which puts me in a weird bit? place what was the bit where he had a, a very very like 
sweet expression on his face, and you turned to me and said, "Oh, I can see why you like him." I can't remember I now. Can't remember but he was he was looking for an antique. Because that's like, what it was. I said the thing that's attractive is that he genuinely care. Well, love to the character. character genuinely seems to care about his work and his job and that's attractive that is attractive the other linguistic point that was discussed in this episode is a discussion that we had back in episode one of the podcast about the meaning of the word divvy and it was explained it was explained by tinker Mm. and it was exact explanation we'd come up with which we were all quite relieved by (laughs) the word diviner but he was really interesting and he explained you understand I think Lovejoy is passion because he said it comes from a sort of a sense of something and just knowing mm. something where you don't necessarily know why. So it's not that he's learned loads. There's a, a part where he's saying to Eric, did you read the books I gave you? And Eric said, yeah, but they're boring. But yeah. you get the feeling Lovejoy hasn't learned all of it. He just knows. He's got this kind of intuitive sense mm. um, as to, you know, what is and that's and what how, is not. Like, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because when you excel in your career or when you enjoy your career, it's because you found something that you really, really care about. I know both of you care about what you do. I really care about what I do. And that's probably why we've got on as well as we have, you know. Oh. There's a genuine so belief in what we're doing. Episode, listeners, yeah, the moral is. of this episode is, <laughs> if you work in a an office photocopying things and you hate your boss and you think everything's awful but you have a real interest in butterflies, do you know what? You can probably go and get a job Learning about butterflies. And yeah, you'll be like Lovejoy and you'll never make your rent. And, and you'll, you'll always be coming cottage. up with schemes. You'll live in a massive cottage in Lavender <laughs> and moan about it. But you'll be really... Oh, hang on. I was going to say really happy, but I'm not, I don't know that Lovejoy is really happy. Has he got a hidden sadness? So we don't know what the moral of our story is. No, do you know what? He hasn't got a hidden sadness because if he did, I would fancy him. <laughs> <laughs> On that, on that note, <laughs> so, um, I don't know what I'd give it. I definitely would also not score it that highly just because I didn't have a clue what the hell was going on. It was impossible. I was like, what is happening here? Why would you co- write a diary and then copy it out again just to give a clue that everything's in pairs? A whole diary. Um. So, yeah, I think I'm also... I think, I think I'd go at five out of ten, though, because it was enjoyable. But I'm just aware there were so it. many much finer episodes coming yeah, up. That, five and I ten. did enjoy the last one. And I quite enjoyed the first one, the second one, and the fourth one less so. And I know there are better episodes coming up. And particularly, <sighs> series three is incredible. I think that series I enjoyed this, this one more than the last one. Wow. No, so no, what's your no. score? Maybe I just thought I am Naked ho- Woman at Swimming Pool. I am I'm there for it. <laughs> I am holding out for series three and the Hot House Flowers, which is the finest episode. The Hot House Flowers, the band. The Hot House Flowers, the band are in series what? three. What? They are in series three, and it is so beautiful. And I'm, oh, holding out I'm very excited I'm now. Out for that. So we've got to keep going. We do. Who's that giving your score? Well, so I had seven point seven five for the last one. I'm gonna go a solid eight for this one. I loved oh, it. It was. It was more my. It was just. It, it was because it was such a sort of romp. Like they went all over England. There were guns. There was the loads of, of women. It was great. I loved it. Just for our benefit of our listeners in the Isle of Man, England and the Isle of Man, which is and not the Isle in England. Of Man, which is a... Isn't crown, it? No, it's Crown Dependency. It's like Guernsey and Jersey. Tell us what you think about this episode. You can tweet us at LovejoyAPod. And we're on Insta with exactly the same name. Please don't do that. I'll wet myself again. <laughs> <laughs> 